found 2 Samuel chapter number 7. sweet psalmist David speaking here came to pass when the king sat in his house and the Lord had given him rest and I pray that God gives everybody rest this is the rest that causes the weary to rest being in his presence And the king said unto Nathan, the prophet, and you, you, you need a prophet in your life. You may not think you do, but keep living. See now, I dwell in this nice house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, go, do all this in your heart, for the Lord is with you. Everybody shout, the Lord is with me. Now with a little energy, shout, the Lord is with me. And that makes all the difference in the world. And it came to pass that night, that night, that the word of the Lord came to Nathan saying, go tell my servant David, thus saith the Lord, Shall thou build a house for me to dwell in? And then turn to verse 29. And David said, Therefore now let it please thee to bless the house of my servant, that it may continue for ever before thee for thou O Lord God has spoken it you said it God you spoke it God and with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever I, I want us to say this together let's read this together in verse 29 Therefore now let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant that it may continue forever before thee. For thou, O Lord God, hast spoken it. And with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. If you receive that, give God a hand praise. And my subject, just for the next few minutes here, is your house is blessed forever. Father, thank you for your presence. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. At your right hand, there's pleasure forevermore. I asked your word to fix everything in the house that needs fixed today. Heal everything, bless everything, and everybody shout in the name of Jesus. I need you to tell three people your house is blessed forever. Yeah, three. Faith comes by hearing. Yeah. And 
may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now, uh, the backdrop of our message today is about King David, who's, who's taken the throne of Israel. Uh, uh, God has blessed him, uh, given him favor, uh, strength, and great victories. David said, uh, it's God that taught my fingers to fight and my hands to do war. Uh, it's the Lord that's my strength. Oh, I feel that already. And, and, and see, even though David was blessed, uh, he still had battles to fight. And, and even though I'm, I'm believing I'm going to convince you that you're blessed today, you're going to still have battles to fight. There's going to be attacks that come after you, so you're going to have to fight. Shout, I'm going to fight. Oh, Lord, that's stuck in your throat with a little energy. Shout, I'm going to fight. Now, 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 David was gentle. He was sensitive. Uh, he was a shepherd boy. He, he would write poetry to God. He would blow kisses to God. He, he would skip across the hills in, in the moonlight. And the elders would see him up there and say, oh my God, that crazy boy has lost his mind. But if a giant showed up, um, quickly he turned into another person. Aren't you glad God's word can turn you? I feel some things turning here today. And but, but God put, he put these gifts in David. He, he put um, uh, ability and, and, and creativity and, and strength in David in eternity's past. You, you see, bef before you came from eternity into time, God put everything in your spirit that you need to be victorious in this life. The scripture says it's the spirit of a man, Proverbs 18, 14. It's the spirit of a man that will sustain his infirmities. And, and, and I go to the gym, but that's not what sustains me. And I try to stay on a diet, but that's not what sustains me, okay? It, it's not the nutrients. It's not the vitamins that I take. It's, it's my spirit. God put things in my spirit before he let me slip into time, uh, and it sustains me, and it will sustain you also. God, God put everything you need for every attack, for every challenge you face, for every giant, for every struggle, and for every stage that you go through in life. You know, my, my brother was asking me, he said, now, why are you always watching college football? What do you get out of that? I said, I like to see those young men, how strong they are. And, and I also like to see them get knocked down. But, but uh, and, and, and I'm not... I'm not at that stage anymore. Now, in my mind, I am. I said, but, but I'm not in, in that. I used to, I used to uh, be a tailback and, and would run for touchdowns and go out for passes. Uh, that's not who I am anymore. But, everybody say, but. God 
uh, has me framed in. He's, he's got every stage, every age, every stage of your life all timed out. David said, my times are in God's hands. Say that with me. My times are in. Oh, I need y'all with me this morning now. Shout, my times are in God's hands. Amen. Amen. So, verse number one, D David, David's sitting, he's sitting with the Lord like I do every morning in his house. And, and the wind's blowing through the curtains. He, he, sees, he sees the Ark of the Covenant, and, and it just washed all over him how, how he brought the Ark of God uh, back, back to Jerusalem. And it had been out of Israel for over 20 years. It, it was at the house of Abinadab. And, and the first act of business was for David to bring the Ark of the Covenant, which represented the presence of Almighty God, where, where Aaron's budding rod was resting, which, which reminded David of the miracle-working power of God that's forever, and, and the golden cup of manna, which, which reminded David that his blessing, God's blessing was on his life uh, forever. And then the word, see, it's the word of God God uh, that will heal you. God sends, oh, I feel him sending it right now. He sends his word to heal and deliver you. Whatever needs to be fixed this morning before we leave here is going to be fixed. Now, you're going to have to keep it fixed, but God's going to fix it here today. So, so God speaks to Nathan. He's God speaks to Nathan and says, I want you to go tell David that I heard his prayer. And, and I need to tell you, God has heard your prayer this week. <laughs> and I want you to tell David, I'm going to bless him just for saying He's going to build me a house. Now, now, David hadn't picked up a board. He hadn't picked up a nail gun. He hadn't picked up a level. He had none of his tools out. But it touched God, and God said, I'm going to bless him. Now, I just want to quickly show you in Genesis chapter 1 that the very essence and intent of God is to bless you. Because what the devil will say is, you're going to de decrease. You're going to lose stuff. You're going to keep losing. You're not going to make it. The future is unsecure. I got, I got to cancel all that out of your mind with God's word today. Are y'all going to help me do this or just, okay. So, so in Genesis 1 and verse 28, God created Adam and Eve. And the scripture says, uh, that he blessed them. Can you see that on the screen? He blessed them. He said, you're going to be fruitful. You're going to multiply. You're going to replant. You're going to subdue. You're going to have dominion. Shout, I have dominion. And then in Genesis 12, uh, God introduced himself uh, to Abraham. And he said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you so you can 
be a blessing. I'm going to bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. And then Genesis 26 and 12, God introduced himself to Isaac. And he said, Isaac, your papa's gone now because nobody lives forever. I know you think you will, but uh, you will. But Abraham's gone. And God said, Isaac, it's time for you to develop a relationship with me. I want you to sow your seed, sow everything you've got, uh, into uh, this desert uh, where a famine had been going on. And Genesis 26 and 12 says uh, uh, that he received that same year a hundredfold return and... The Lord blessed him. Now, I was thinking that hundredfold return would really be all I need, but he also added a blessing to Isaac. Genesis 28, 13, don't get bored with me. Okay, I, I need to lay a scriptural foundation to break through some things today, okay? Jesus said, my word is spirit. So just hang with me for a minute. I'm gonna read a few scriptures. Genesis 28, 13, Jacob was in a hard place. I know some of you have been in a hard place. You're trying to smile and look like you're in a gentle place, but you in a hard, this, this word's for you here today. He, he was living scared. He was intimidated, being threatened by his own family, and God introduced himself to Jacob and said, I am the God of Abraham and Isaac. Verse 14, God said, you and your kids are going to be blessed. That's generational blessing that God is speaking. I'm still in the book of Genesis, which is the law of first mention. What God establishes in this first book of the Bible is established forever. Ecclesiastes 3.14 says, what God does, he does forever. Somebody shout forever. All this notion that, that you're just barely going to get along and survive every day. That's the devil been lying to you. And the old man's going to drive him out of your heart and mind today. So, so the blessing of God is flowing. Can you see it flowing? God said in verse 15, I am with you. I will keep you. I will not leave you. I will do everything I have spoken. That's 15. If y'all can find that, throw it up on the screens. Genesis 28, 15. I want them to see that. I don't want them to just hear my nasally voice today. I want them to see the word of the Lord. Verse 15, God said, I'm with you. Shout, God is with me. I'm going to keep you in all places. Shout, God's going to keep me through this. I'm going to bring you into the land. I will not leave you until I've done that which I have spoken to you. I prophesy every word of this off of this book through prophecy into your spirit here today. God's going to do everything he said he's going to do. Oh, I'm getting mad at the devil now. Now, let me see. Genesis 39 and 5. The blessing of the Lord was on Joseph. And God blessed, God blessed the Egyptian's house for J Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all 
that Potiphar had in his house and in his field. That's blessing by association. You may be uncomfortable right now. You may not be used to a screaming preacher that prophesies and speaks in tongues and dances. I asked my wife the other day, was going down 6804. I said, baby, you think my message would go over there? And she said, no. God's not called you there. He's called you to Walsham Road. He's called you to break spirits of heaviness and doubt and fear and poverty. So then we passed another big church. I said, how about there? She said, stay on Walsham Road where God called you. Let me tell you guys something. The Bible said when you find a wife, you found a good thing. And she'll give you favor and she'll straighten you out. You'll settle yourself down. So, God bless Adam. God bless Eve. God bless Abraham. God bless Sarah. God bless Isaac. God bless Jacob. God bless Joseph. God bless David. And God is blessing you. Shout God's blessing me. Now, I was at the airport this past Friday night. And my, I don't know why they do this. When you, if you have to take the last flight out, I don't know why. There's always something. First of all, they said the pilot hadn't made it. And I'm thinking, well, is the assistant pilot there? And then they came back and said, we don't have all the stewardess. We, we don't have this. Witness. I said, oh, for God's sake. And my wife just nudged me and said, go pray. So I'm praying. Frust you ever prayed frustrated? You, you don't have to raise both hands. I said, God, I, I just need a word. Just give me a hint and let me know what's going on. Because I've spent the night in airports. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. Even when you have them little special clubs you can go in, it's still horrible. What do they call them? Uh, fan clubs? United fan clubs? <laughs> and God spoke to me. See, God said, if you'll call on me, I will answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. I said, God, just give me a now word so I just, at least I know what's going on. And God said, I'm blessing and I said, this is blessing at the airport. Okay. And God said, you're not hearing me. See, I already had three pages uh, worth of notes prepared for this morning. And God said, I'm blessing. I want you to tell the people. I'm blessing them. They're, the enemies convinced them they're not going to be blessed. For God's sake, this is blessed fast. I mean, we're doing everything we know to do to get the message across that you're blessed of God. And, and I know there's a few people here today, you didn't just come to show out your new outfit. 
or to get a date for Friday night. Although you, you know, is a good place to look, but but your word is God is blessing you. Galatians 3.29 says, if you believe in Christ, if you're in Christ, you are Abraham's seed and heir to all these blessings and promises that's in this book. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. Uh, verse number 11, Nathan said to David, I mean, because you said you wanted to build God a house, the Lord said to me, He's going to build you a house. And I looked at that and I said, now, wait a minute. David already had a house. He was sitting in his house when he came up with the notion. Okay? But God was saying, I'm going to turn your house into a home. See, I know people today that live in multi-million dollar houses uh, but they can't sleep at night. They got a king-size bed, but no king to get in it with them. You, you, you see, it takes more than just having a house. Uh, you need to let God uh, turn your house into a home. It's amazing how he can turn crazy into a home. I said it's amazing how God can turn anger into sweetness. You can go to every therapy counselor in town, but when God moves it, baby, child, it's going to move. So I want to quickly, quickly, y'all bear with me, because I'm going to have to read some scripture today. Because y'all knew it. You know, most of you hadn't been in your Bible since last Sunday. The first blessing that God releases from this context is God said, I'm going to make your house a home. I'm going to make your home great. I'm going to I'm going to turn your home life around. Just because you considered my house. <laughs> God help me. I'm going to I'm going to bless your home. Mhm. Mm mhm. Verse number 12. And you shall sleep with your fathers. Now, the, the second blessing here uh, that God uh, releases is God will protect your legacy, your name, and your reputation. And, and see, that means a lot to some of us. Because there's some of us, we couldn't, we, we couldn't borrow $5 if we had a gun on the banker. <clears throat> because of our past reputation. God said, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to turn your reputation. I, I'm going to keep your name. You see, the Bible said a good name is more valuable uh, than silver and gold. Be part of verse 12. I will set up your seed after you. Number three, God promises to set your kids up. Even as crazy as they are right now. Even as crazy as they're living and talking, God said, I'm going to set them up because you've considered my house today. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Levi told Pastor Jay uh, last week, not week before last, uh, 
he had him at the park, and Levi loves the park. And, and he runs up to Pastor Jay and says, Daddy, I'm going to take care of you when you get old. And Jay said, I mean, do I look old? I mean, I got a few gray hair. Oh, he's, he didn't leave the service. He's preaching at a, another one of our fellowship churches. Y'all don't worry about him. He'll be fine. Uh, see part of verse 12. I will establish you. God's still giving out blessings here. Just because of David's consideration. Just because David was concerned about God's house. Now God has become concerned about his house. I'm going to establish you. First Peter 5 and 10 says, after you've suffered for a while, God will mature you, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. But hear how quiet it was right there? I got two yes by the same person. Yeah. Yeah. But Bishop, I don't want to suffer then you'll never be established. You'll never mature. You'll be a little titty baby all your life. We'll have to change your diapers here at the church house after you've been here 20 years. You're going to go through some suffering. And after you've gone through it, baby, to where you think you can't take it anymore, God said, I won't put on you more than you're able to bear. Some Christian maturity will come on you. You'll get established. You'll... You'll start feeling the strength of the Lord. You'll quit relying on people's strength, and you'll start relying on the strength of the Lord. I'm, I'm sorry, i got to hurry. The fourth blessing, God will establish you. Verse 13, he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish his kingdom forever. See, David became a part of a kingdom that's forever. What you're a part of here today, believe it or not, this is not a concert. And it's not Comedy Central. Nor is it CNN or Fox News. Baby, this is a kingdom that's been going on forever. Somebody shout forever. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And the increase. Isaiah said the increase of God's kingdom has no end. You may go through some attacks and some battles, but you're going to come through on the other side increased. God will see. David said, I was young and thank God. Or is anybody thankful when you were in your 20s? Yeah. Hey, I, I, I felt invincible when I was in my 20s. Did you, Elder? I thought I could take on the world. David said, I was young, 
when I ran through troops and I leaped over walls, I knocked devils down and cut their heads off. But now I'm old. I'm at a different stage. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed out begging for bread. Your God is going to take care of you this morning. If you receive that, give him a handprint. And the fifth blessing is the promise of increase. Shout increase. Now that's stuck in your throat. Shout increase. Now, God spoke to me through a prophet on the 25th of July. And uh, that's my wedding anniversary. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm doing the love thing. You know what I'm saying. I got the flowers out. You know, doing, doing my thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I get this text like this long. And this prophet, okay, this prophet sends me a text and says, God just spoke to me. And I hate to disturb you. I know it's your anniversary. And I'm thinking, mm, yeah, it's people for you. But she said, God just spoke to me and said, I'm increasing Christian world, not decreasing them. He said, she said, uh, I had to move some undercurrent out, but now I'm blessing and the people are going to be blessed and I'm going to take care of them out of the overflow. And she goes on and on and on about the increase of God. Number five is the promise of increase. But, 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 see, you need to get, you need to get away from the butts. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> Pastor Jay can get away from so much more than I can. I, but uh, shout increase. Uh, uh, God said, I'll be your father. Verse number 14. I'll be your father. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I just, I feel his arms all around you right now. I know you don't feel it, but his arm. He said, I'll be your father, and you'll be my son or daughter. Uh, uh, I'll be his father. Uh-oh. And if he commits iniquity, there's two yes. See, a good father... I said a good father will tear your rear end up when you need it. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I, I done lost the whole crowd now, Father. Play something, Lawrence. That's not going to help. I will chasten him with the rod of men. Uh-oh. And with the stripes of the children of men. What God is saying, if you won't listen to God, he'll let the world system chasten you. 
But the good thing is this, because the systems are corrupt. Yeah, I said it. I, the, the bigs are corrupt. I don't trust anybody but God and my wife. And Pastor Jason. And Katie. And Levi. What, what God, though, is saying here, what he's saying, what, what he means, what it is, is God won't let the world system chasten you to the point of abuse and harshness. Oh, God, have mercy. Ooh. Ooh. Did I give y'all number six? No? What? What's number six? I'm going too fast. Am I going too fast for y'all? I can shift down, baby, into country mode if y'all need me to. Okay? He's a good, good father. Ooh. Oh, what a good, good father. Our father. I'm talking about our father. Uh, which I'm talking about your father. You may have had a bad earthly father, but you got a good, good, good earthly father. I'll go ahead and give your heavenly father a hand praise. You know. You know he's worthy. It doesn't matter how you feel. You know your God is worthy. Woo. Number seven, God won't let the world system abuse you. He'll only let it go so far, and your father will step in and say, enough is enough. I hear him saying that right now. Enough is enough. Verse 15, and my mercy, oh, Jesus, my mercy shall not depart from you. Now, David's just sitting in the house, baby, looking out the window at the curtains blowing in the breeze, and he's just thinking, I want to build God a house. I want to build a house for God's presence to dwell in. And listen at God. God just goes off here. He just, he, God gets all emotional. And, and, and number eight, he's, he's talking about mercy. Somebody shout mercy. mercy. I need you to put Psalms 136 uh, on the screens, just one through 10 or five or whatever you can get on there. I just need to show you this right quick. But because I, the devil's been lying to somebody and saying, you know, you're just not good enough. You're not white enough. You're not dark enough. You're not skinny enough. You're, you're, you're not good enough. You're, 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 you're. See, if you start listening to the devil, he will drive you crazy. And, and then a spirit of dread will come on you and a spirit of inferiority to where you don't feel like you are good enough. Put, put Psalms 136 up on the screens. Can y'all, in the King James Version, just put verse number one if you need to. I'll start there. Uh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
From the bottom of my heart, from the depths of my soul, Psalms 136, Lord. My soul says yeah. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 2. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 3. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of hosts, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 4, to him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 5, oh, to him oh, that by wisdom made the heavens, uh, for his mercy endures forever. I went into a vision this morning. And I didn't even know I was going to go there. God said, during the message, somewhere in the message, I'm going to release a double portion of my wisdom. Not the wisdom of this world. It's foolishness to God. God's releasing his wisdom right now for this season. If you receive it, just give God a hand praise. Woo. Next verse. I gotta hurry. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endures forever. Next verse. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 8. Read it with me. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 9. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endures The whole chapter, the whole chapter, the whole chapter deals with the mercy of God. Oh, God, I gotta hurry now. The eighth blessing that God released to David and you because you're in the royal lineage is the mercy of God. Verse 16, your house shall be established forever God's talking about your home now he's talking about your family now he said I'm gonna establish it forever number nine his blessing is forever shout God's blessing is forever be part of 16 your throne shall be shall be blessing out of yeah yeah the blessing the blessing here, it flowed. Remember, God released it to Adam. And then it flowed right down to Seth. And through Noah, and I don't have time to, to get on all the patriots, but it flows right through David, right through Solomon. And the blessing flowed all the way to Jesus Christ. And because of Jesus Christ, the blessing has flowed to you today. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Whew. Number 10, the blessing is generational, okay? But, Bishop, I knew there'd be a few butts in the house today. But, Bishop, 
what if I messed up? And what happens if I have already messed up? I messed up last night, in fact. Can we talk about it a couple hours? No, let's just find out what happened to David's descendants when they messed up. Can I, are y'all bored? I, I need to read some more scripture. First Kings 3 and 1 says that King Solomon made an affinity with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he married Pharaoh's daughter. Give me a little Egyptian music there if you can. Get everybody in the right mindset. Okay, I'm back. Okay, they're there. They're, they're there. Solomon loved the Lord, verse 3. And he walked in the statutes of his father David. Thank you, Jesus. Like father, like son. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh-oh. Mm. But now, somebody shout now. Uh, be part of verse 1. Pharaoh's daughter. Oh, Lord. First Kings 11 and 1. Are y'all there? First yeah. Kings 11 and verse 1. Yeah, the daughter of Pharaoh, uh, the women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonites, Hivites, and Termites. <laughs> verse number 3. He had, Solomon had... 700 wives. Am I reading that right? 700 wives, princesses, oh, I'm sure. 300 concubines and his wives turned away his heart. I guess they did. Oh, God, that's another sermon, but I mean, I could break that. No, I can't today. Verse 6. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, verse 6, and, and, would, and went not fully after the Lord as his father David did, verse 9, and the Lord was angry. Maybe he will get angry. I know I've been talking about mercy and mercy and mercy, but he will get angry. Uh-huh. He got angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord. Verse number 11, and the Lord said, because you have not kept my covenant... Uh-oh, God's hot. I'm going to rend the kingdom from you. Uh-oh, I thought it was forever. Verse 12, I will not do it, though, for David, your father's sake. Because 56 years ago, your dad was sitting with me in the house he was meditating on the things of God and said, I'm going to build God a house. Now, uh, see, I know some of y'all have got kids that have gone astray. You, no, 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 don't raise hands. Okay. But God knows exactly where they're at today. And the promise of, see, it's no restraint for the Lord he can, some of you can't even drive across town to get to church, but, 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 but God, he can go clear across the world and find your kids. 
and his intent is to bless your whole family. God wants household salvation. 1 Kings 15. Verse 3, Jeroboam, Solomon's kid. He reigned over Judah, and he walked in all the sins of his father. His heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God, as the heart of David, his grandfather. Verse number four. Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord gave him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him. Eighty-nine years have passed when David was sitting in his house saying, God, you've been good to me. If it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, that giant would have swallowed me up. My enemies would have swallowed me up. Eighty-nine years have passed after David said, I'm going to build you a house. God protected Jeroboam and his son for David's sake. Oh, God have mercy. You, you, you see... The only reason some of you got up out of bed today and came to church. I had several people say, we're watching online. I sent a car after one of them, but the other one was in Oklahoma, so I couldn't send a car to them. They said, hey, Alex, where's that camera? Hi. I'm oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I promised you I was going to prophesy blessing on your house today. See, while you're in Oklahoma, God can bless your house, Alex, right now because God knows no distance. Shout no distance. Whew. So now... Now, oh, I'm in 2 Kings 8. I'm almost done. Y'all stay with me. In the fifth year of Joram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, verse 17, he was 32 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem, verse 18. And he walked in the way of the kings of Israel. The daughter of Ahab was his wife. Y'all know who that is. Jezebel Jr. No. no, I don't have time. I'm sorry. And he did evil because there's evil in that girl. See, you got to be careful who you marry. I know I didn't hear one guy say amen right there. Okay, he's smart. No, he's smart. Verse 19. He did evil inside the Lord, yet the Lord would not destroy him for David's sake as he promised to give him a light and to his children. 156 years has passed, but the promise of God has not grown gray-headed. Baby, you got to wait on the Lord. If God made you a pro, you give Tylenol longer the work than you do, God. Wait on the Lord. David said, I almost fainted. I, I thought I was going to die in this battle. It was the goodness of the Lord. It was my father that had his arms around me. He was my shield. He was my cover. He was my protector. And I made it through. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Second Kings 17, 32. 
184 years after God said this. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm. Now, take me to 2 Kings 19.32, can you? Okay, here we are. I'm going to try to speed up now. I slowed down for the country folks, but I'm going to speed up now. <laughs> the Lord told King Hezekiah when the king of Assyria was threatening to destroy Jerusalem. God said, he shall not come into this city nor shoot one arrow. Maybe there was 185,000 of them. And they were all assassins. Verse 33. He will go back where he came from. See, God can send your enemies right back where they came from. They can throw a weapon at you and God calls it to boomerang and come right back on them. Verse 34. For I will defend this city and save it for my sake and for my servant David's sake. God sent one angel. One angel. And the entire camp just didn't wake up the next morning. You forget that God has given his angels charge over you to keep you. Oh, God have mercy. I hear the fluttering of wings right now. See, there's angels, angels uh, protecting you right now. Verse 35, one angel walked through the camp of the Assyrians, 185,000 soldiers never walked. Sennacherib, the king, he thought, what in the heck is going on? He turns and runs as fast as he can go. He can't believe his eyes. This should have been suicide. But he runs to Nineveh where his two boys are at. Thinking he would have safe haven. He runs right into his sons and his sons kill him. I've come to tell you this morning. Your armor bearer is Jehovah God. And no weapon that's been formed against you will be able to prosper. This is the heritage, baby. You're in a heritage. You're, you're, you're a part of a legacy which is called uh, the kingdom of God. <sighs> Your armor bearer loves you this morning. Somebody shout, God loves me. No, shout, God loves me. You have a heavenly father that's in love with you here this morning. Second Kings 21, King Hezekiah got sick. And I hate to tell you this, but you'll go through seasons when you get sick. Katie called and said, I got a sore throat. I need you to pray for me. I said, do some saving grace. You'll be fine. Didn't she do good today? There will be times. And the prophet comes to Hezekiah and says, uh, get your affairs in order. You ever had the doctor tell you that? Get your affairs in order. You're going to die and not live. What a prophetic word. I mean, that would kill everybody in this house deader than they are right now. He starts walking out of Hezekiah's house. You know what Hezekiah does? 
Isn't it hard to pray sometimes at night when you're sleepy and you're thinking, huh? Uh, Lord, cover me. Cover me. I've had a horrible day. But you let a good threat get on your doorstep. I can't get no help this morning. But you let a bad doctor's report come. You know what Hezekiah does? He turns his face to the wall. He doesn't have to have a seminar on prayer. He, ha he doesn't need seven steps to get a new Cadillac. He says, God, if I'm in the grave, I can't praise you. And he said, nobody is going to praise you week in, week out, month in, month out. You're in, you're out, like I'm going to praise you. If you feel that way about your God, I want you to give him just 60 seconds of high praise like Hezekiah did. Hezekiah said, nobody's going to outpraise me. You think David was a praiser? You hadn't seen anything yet. Go ahead and take me to church. I got my churchy spirit done got on me now. Back in the old church. When people didn't care what others thought about. said, oh, magnify, magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt his name forever. for sound. Take me home, Lord. Hezekiah had him an old school, old time, old fashioned praise service. Hezekiah said, I've never praised you like I'm going to praise you now. I've never served you like I'm going to serve you now. He got a little skip in his step like his great, 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 great grandpa. And he's blowing kisses and worshiping God. And right in the midst of his worship, God changed his mind. 
And he said, Isaiah, go back in there. What? He's going to think I'm schizophrenic. You told me he's going to die two minutes ago. And now he's going to live 15 more years? He's not going to believe a word I say. God said, he's praising. See, praise will drive out anger, doubt, fear. It flowed through David, now it's on Hezekiah. He great, 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 grandson. It's flowing right through. So, the preacher goes back in. And said, uh, I don't know what happened. But God changed his mind. You got 15 more years. Hezekiah said, uh, you don't mind if you give me a little sign, do you? Isaiah said, okay. God's going to move the sundial forward 15 degrees. And Hezekiah said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Somebody shout, uh-uh. I wanted to go back. I want the sun to go backwards 15 degrees. Baby, that's when the sun st stood still and started backing up. All the stars and planets started backing up because somebody had the gall to praise the Lord right in the midst of a death threat. I don't know what's threatening you here this morning, but if you'll take two minutes, two, just two, and help me. David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt his name forever, for the Lord is good. And his mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures for all time. You've got 60 seconds. Help me, somebody. God's turning something in this section right here. Okay, for 45 seconds, I'm sorry, for 55 seconds, can you give God the most energetic, victorious shout of praise like God has already turned it around for you? I'm talking about just 55. Seconds. 
seconds while you're praising God is turning while you're praising God's turning now everybody in the house clap your hands all your people and shout with the voice of Christ back on the screens 2nd Samuel 7 verse 29 I only want a piece of it David said oh Lord God hast thou spoken it have I got this straight that with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever did I get that right God did I get that right at the airport when my plane was two and a half hours late and they said I'd have to spend the night and you said I'm blessing shout God's blessing me I want you to say this with me let's start with oh Lord God oh Lord God hath spoken it and with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever now with energy O Lord God hath spoken it and with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever shout I'm blessed forever Now, I made a promise to my online viewers. I told them, they said, we can't be there. I said, I'll send a runner after you. Uh, well, uh, we we're not ready. Get ready. I said, get ready, get ready, get, 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 get. And they're here. But I made a promise to online viewers. I said, when I feel... When I feel the anointing on me, I'm going to prophesy a fresh anointing. I'm going to prophesy blessing. I'm going to prophesy healing. I'm going to prophesy no fear here. And in the name of Jesus Christ, devil, 
the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. You spirits of anger and frustration and death and fear of the future, you spirit, I come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and I release the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow. I release it now. Everybody shout in the name of Jesus. Give him one more high praise. Now, hold on just a second. God, God, God also spoke to me before he spoke the blessing thing to me. And I told my wife this. She can verify it. I said, God just spoke to me and said that the word that God gives me to speak on Sunday, it can't return to heaven. And she said, where's that at? I said, that's Isaiah. That's Isaiah 55. As the, as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, I was in six inches of snow when God spoke this to me. It cannot return to heaven, but it makes, it makes flowers to bud and seeds to grow. I give bread. I give bread to the eater and seed to the sower. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to heaven void. Now, I brought you a word this morning in season. It's up to you to hang on to this word. Baby, you need to get a bulldog grip on this thing. You're blessed because you're part of the kingdom. You're blessed because you got royal blood flowing in your veins. I, I don't care where you're staying at today. You're, when you walk in your house or your apartment or your motel room, you're going to feel the blessing of the Lord because it's, it's gone to your house. It shall accomplish what I please. See, I really didn't care what you thought today. I only care what he thinks. And he said, I'm going to send it because of my good pleasure. And it shall prosper in the thing I sent it to do. That's somebody's word right there. Isaiah 55, 11. Now, we've, we've got a huge, this is blessed fifth. This is blessed October. I'll get on Gideon Wednesday night. Be seated just for one minute. I already had my message ready for Gideon. We'll get him Wednesday night. Maybe I won't be so nasally. It's going to be a powerful weekend. I, I want the legacy of Christian world to be that we bless people. God said, I'm going to bless you so you can be a blessing. If, if you believe God can bring unexpected money into your hand, okay, by the 31st, and that God's fresh blessing is on your house. Annette, when you walk in, where's Annette at? Is she here? Hey, where? There she is right there. When, when you get home, wherever home is, you're going to feel his blessing when you walk in the door. Just be expecting it. When you walk in your house, be expecting phone calls. But, but I want to challenge you. Get a, 
get a $55 seed. I'm going to write a check tomorrow for another vehicle. I've inspected it already. Ron's inspected it. He's going to put a lifetime warranty on it. No? Oh, oh put thumbs up. Okay, then. Lifetime warranty. That's not all changes. Okay. And filling up with gas. But I'm going I'm to write a check for it tomorrow. And this will be the 10th vehicle that we've given away in five years. Okay. I'd love to see us get up to three a year, but right now we're at two a year. So could I challenge you to be a part of the kingdom? And, and I know you've given, but God said, I'll give you seed if you'll sow. I want to challenge you. Get a, if, if, this, if this is your word. Now, Pastor Jay and, and Philke, y'all are going to love Mark Philke. It's his wife. I wish we could get her here. Uh, he's watching, so I better not say this. She is stone cold clear. I'm talking about her. Isn't she, Katie? Huh? The clearest, sharp prophet, prophetic word. She said under her breath, she's scary clear. Yeah, yeah, scary clear. And her prophecy to Christian world is blessing, increase. And Coker got up last Sunday, you know, trying to give me a little birthday thing, you know, and, and said, if you come to Christian world long enough, you're going to hear about blessing, mercy, and praise. <laughs> what a legacy. What a legacy. Blessing, mercy, and praise. I, I want you to be a part of it. I want you to be a part of the blessing. You have to fight. It's a fight, baby. Woo. <laughs> I've been married. It just seems like a couple of years. But it's been 45. 45 years. Nobody's as qualified as me in this city to talk to you about your marriage. So let's get it right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you for your word. I'm so, I'm so terribly humbled by you speaking to me at an airport. Oh, God, on the spur of the moment. But thank you. For the prophetic word of my house being blessed, I don't. I don't just. I don't want to just. I don't. I don't want just a house. I want a home. I, I want a great family and a great grandkids and, and great everything. And fathers, we pray over the blessing. But but we don't want to just be blessed. We know the blessing is to bless others. And and father, thank you for speaking to the people as they prepare this. $55 seed. Let it be a confirmation to them that your word that I spoke, it came from heaven. Just like the snow did I was standing in. It came from heaven. And it can't go back to heaven in the same form it went. But it's, it's going to water the seed. 
you sent the word and you said that the word would prosper let prosperity reign over the people of God as they bring their offerings to the altar and we praise your name for the ability to be able to give to the kingdom and be a part of your kingdom which has no end. God bless you. We love